This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies ed tech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and it helps you assess student performance through actionable real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of different tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com forward slash B-E. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. This is TL Talk Radio, Season 1, Episode 18. Welcome to TL Talk Radio, a regular podcast with Lynn Funy-Hetton and Randy Ziegenfuss, where our goal is to engage you in learning, motivate you to share your work, and inspire you to lead for the change we need in schools for the digital age. I'm Randy Ziegenfuss. And I'm Funy-Hetton. Hello, Randy. How are you this Hi, evening? Hi, Lynn. I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm great. Thanks good. for asking. Good. So what are we talking about tonight? So tonight we're going to talk about a key component of leadership, building culture. And we've talked about this a lot um, over the last few months. And building culture overall, it's important to us. It's also embedded in the PA framework for leadership through the Danielson model. This is the framework that Pennsylvania is using for the educator effectiveness system uh, for principals. And it's actually embedded in domain one and component E. And it talks about celebrating accomplishments and acknowledging failures recognizing individual and collective contributions in a systematic manner towards attainment of strategic goals. And we're going to give some examples of, of how we can work with our building leaders to achieve this. So as we work into our new roles as superintendent and assistant superintendent, the idea of culture and building culture and shaping culture within our school district, despite the fact that we've been there for a while, is something that's been really important for us. So tonight, what we're going to share with you are four strategies uh, that you can implement for helping to build the culture in your organization. So our first strategy is to build strong relationships. And this is something that we've been working out for many years, you know, trying to capitalize on those relationships that we built earlier in our careers. Um, myself as a teacher, assistant principal, instructional coach, and you through your roles of assistant superintendent and director of data and technology. So capitalizing on those relationships to build even stronger relationships. And, you know, what does that look like? What do we do? And early on when we started, we sat down with each of our leaders and, and took them lunch and talked to them and just had an open conversation about the fact that we want to be engaged in what they're doing and we want to learn more about their work and we want to be visible. And, uh, you know, we started with that really honest conversation and and we followed that up by doing what we say we're going to do. You know, we're working hard to build credibility by being responsive for both our leaders and our teachers within our buildings. In coupling with that, we also are very visible. So we visit our buildings and have scheduled meetings with our principals if they want to connect with us and share with us any concerns or any challenges that they have, and also celebrate successes that are happening in their buildings and, you know, be there and, and also recognize what's being done well and, you know, what we want to share and celebrate with our board and with our community. 
So being visitable, making sure that we block out some time for building visits and um, also walkthroughs for our classrooms. We've had many teachers comment on the fact that we are an administrative team that's very approachable and, and very much in our buildings and um, very much interacting with students on a weekly basis. We also had the staff appreciation, and we'll talk a little bit more about, about that. But uh, this past week, we had a great opportunity to build build culture with our staff staff appreciation. Um, we actually provided staff with t-shirts that said Falcon Proud, and everybody wore them on the same day, and, and we've had a really great time with that. Um, in previous years, we've used our um, social media week to highlight some of our staff accomplishments. So working really hard to build relationships with everybody in our organization. And I think this idea of building relationships, you hear that in leadership courses, that that's the keystone to being an effective leader. And sometimes I think we really don't quite understand what that is, but it really is the uh, investment that you're making in building social capital. Because as a leader, you really want to influence people. And it takes a lot of time to build those relationships. But every time you make an effort to strengthen or improve a relationship, you're putting something in that social capital uh, container. And soon when you need to influence people and you need people to come along and follow you on something, you can start to withdraw some of that social capital and, and tap into that. And so while it takes time up front, it pays off in the end. And I think we're both seeing that. And I was going to say, just to add to that, this idea of having to pull out some of that emotional capital, you know, we do make mistakes and we are new in our role and um, roles, I should say, and we are going to learn along the way. And, and when people have good relationships, they are willing to overlook mistakes and work with you to turn those mistakes into successes and, and to learn from those mistakes. So that's one of the benefits of having good relationships too. And when you put the time into uh, build, strengthening those relationships, then it becomes uh, much easier to either be forgiven or to influence and, and have people come along with you. So our second strategy is collect data, analyze, reflect, and share. And well, I think one of our core beliefs in terms of leadership is leading from an inquiry stance. We're always asking questions. And if you're going to ask questions and never answer those questions, you have to have some data. And so while we're always asking questions, we're always collecting data, analyzing it, reflecting upon it, sharing it out, and using that to uh, inform us as leaders as we move forward in terms of our decision making. And it really helps to create this culture of constant improvement, too, because when you're constantly asking questions, you're asking those questions in a way that requires an answer that's going to improve or move the organization forward. So... We need to constantly solicit feedback from all of our stakeholders, and this comes in various forms throughout the year. Uh, we've given out electronic surveys. We, when you're out building those relationships, you're having conversations with people, you're, you're uh, gathering data, actually. You're getting information back from them as you're asking questions and learning about what they're doing and building those relationships. You might also be meeting with groups of students or groups of teachers uh, to talk about some of these things. And in those conversations, you're actually gathering data and and asking and trying to answer those questions. Some of the examples of the initiatives that um, we've approached through this sort of inquiry stance 
our entry plan. As we enter into these new roles, we've been meeting with a lot of people, not only to build relationships, but also to hear them out, to understand what their perspectives are. What are the things that they value? What are the things that they'd like to see changed in the district? Uh, We've talked on this podcast about our technology initiative, TL 2020, Teaching and Learning 2020. And it's not that we just throw laptops in front of people and expect wonderful things to happen. As we navigate that, you know, that terrain, which can sometimes have some potholes in it and some landmines, we have to constantly gather the data from our stakeholders uh, and understand what are the challenges they're facing? What are their successes? How can we support those successes and how can we address those challenges? Uh, Professional development. What kinds of professional development do our teachers need? putting out surveys, having conversations uh, when we're meeting with department chairs or we're meeting uh, with focus groups of teachers at at staff meetings in the morning, uh, understanding what their professional development needs are. Right now, we're looking to hire a principal. So we're gathering data from the teachers in that particular building to try and understand what are the things that they value most in a principal and how can we meet that need. Uh, So this whole idea of Uh, taking an inquiry stance and collecting data to help you answer the questions that you have as a leader to help move uh, your organization forward. And I think this idea of collecting data and and analyzing builds on our idea of relationships because people are willing to work with you to get that data and to also have a collaborative approach to analyzing and, and honest reflection of the data when you have stronger relationships. So um, these ideas certainly connect to one another. So thinking about these relationships and our data and, you know, you identify successes and certainly challenges as well, but providing opportunities to celebrate those successes is really important. And we've had the opportunity to provide many different chances for our teachers and our leaders and our students to celebrate their work. Um, you know, we've certainly had open houses and we've open, openly hosted Apple visits where district leaders and building leaders from multiple states have come and visited our schools and see what our teachers and our leaders are doing with our one-to-one teaching and learning initiative. And there's pride when that happens, when teachers and leaders leave and they have learned something from the work that we have done collectively, you know, that feels really good. Um, We've also hosted the Social Media Week. Randy, we've had a lot of success with you hosting that in the last couple of years where teachers and parents and leaders recognized other teachers and staff members and thanked them for a job well done, um, thanked them for an experience their child had, or thanked them for an experience as a colleague they had. Um, You know, recent last night, Was that only last night that we went to the art show at the high school? Less than 24 (laughs) hours ago. At at this time, we were in in a board meeting last night. But prior to that, we had a chance to visit our art show uh, where our students created these, you know, amazing, diverse products out of multiple medium and our teachers and our leaders attended and saw these successes. And, you know, we're sharing that out publicly and, and we're sharing it out. Um, through through our, our social media and also encouraging our, our teachers to think about posting that at the PSBA where we found that article and shared with them as well. Um, our elementary buildings host curriculum and technology nights. We also, something that would be um, you know possible for other districts, we host curriculum meetings in our buildings. Once a year, each building has a meeting and um, the board meets at that building and views something for 
uh, some work that students have created and learned from teachers. So all of these are opportunities to, to share and learn. We're currently running um, a program, SDST Learns, a snapshot of learning where teachers and administrators are tweeting with the hashtag STSD Learns. And we're looking to do that for all of May and beginning of June and just get a snapshot of what's happening in our classrooms and our buildings and celebrating, you know, the activities and the teaching and learning that are occurring. And all of these activities may not be, you know, ours as district leaders or as um, chief leaders, but many of them are supporting our building leaders or our teacher leaders like our department chairs or our lighthouse teams in our elementary buildings. And, you know, it's important for us to support those opportunities too. And, you know, it can, it connects back to our previous podcast on uh, the secrets of change and the idea of love your people. And, um, you know, recently we posted a blog post sharing some teachers' personal successes, awards that they've won for this summer. So just looking for opportunities to celebrate our, our collective and our individual work. And I think the idea of this third strategy, providing opportunities to celebrate the work, connects to its very real world. Uh, it, we live in a world, especially with the technology now, where it's very easy to share out and to celebrate one's work, whether it be your own or it be the work of your students. Uh, and so I think it's it's a very strong connection to something we really should be teaching our kids how to do because it's the world, once they leave us, uh, that they're going to be living in where it's very easy to celebrate and share things. And so why shouldn't we be doing it now? And uh, that's a great point. It's that idea of model the way. And the last strategy is one of Lynn's favorites. Have fun. Absolutely. Yes, have fun. Work should be fun, right? I mean, we have, it's difficult and it's challenging and it's exciting, but we also have to have some fun. And there should be joy in there as well. And everybody, while they're working hard and sometimes feeling stressed, there should be some moments of joy. And certainly once you achieve a benchmark or the final goal, uh, you should have fun with that as well as having fun along the way. And, uh, as you, as a leader, and as you start to build your culture, you want to make sure that you do have that element of fun in there. And we've done that a couple of different ways. We've had on our opening day uh, ceremony or celebration, uh, we've had music groups that have played for us. We've, you know, given away giveaways and things like that that get people excited. Uh, and they're normally excited because it's the start of the school year anyway. But uh, to add those little extra touches and make it truly fun uh, is is very important for helping to build that culture. Having picnics, uh, whether it's with the uh, summer work staff or whether it's uh, at the end of the school year, celebrating the entire staff, kicking, kicking the summer off for everybody, uh, and having gone through some stressful testing periods and things like that, things are winding down, and to have some fun and some joy of everybody getting together, socializing and sharing, uh, is another way to, that you can build culture too. In our in our office, uh, we try to build in on a monthly basis shared break times where uh, everybody in the afternoon gets together for 15, 20 minutes in our boardroom or possibly throughout the whole building and we do uh, some sort of activity, whether it's playing a game or having an Easter egg hunt or something like that. Uh, and, and it is amazing. Y initially, you kind of think that might be a silly idea, but uh, people really enjoy that and appreciate that and that opportunity to just sort of 
for a moment to let go of the work and to have some fun. And that re-energizes people and they go back and they do even better work. And the last example to share is uh, related to that staff appreciation week that Lynn mentioned that we did last week. And uh, we had a day where everybody wore their Falcon Proud t-shirt and we asked people to take a selfie, uh, whether it be of themselves or of a group. It could be a serious selfie or it could be a fun selfie uh, where people were sort of acting, you know, a little fun. And uh, they sent their pictures to us and we put together a little movie. We'll link to that in the show notes. Uh, but people really appreciated that. It helped to build the culture. It helped uh, to add a little bit of fun to the week and uh, really made people feel proud about doing the work that they're doing in the place that they're doing it. Yeah, it was definitely, that was a great event. You know, we didn't really have an idea of how that was going to take off, but so many positive comments and um, from so many stakeholders, just a really great day to bring everybody together and remind us that we do have these common goals to do our best every day and and to celebrate each other. So um, that was great. Another way Randy has infused some fun into his office. He's added a fish tank (laughs) and is uh, slowly filling it with fish. And hopefully he he won't have too many tragedies along the way. But, you know, it has turned into a nice conversation piece. And, um, you know, you certainly have invested your own time and and resources into creating that. And, um, you know, it's, it's a little bit of fun during the day. So there you have it, four strategies to help build culture, build strong relationships, collect data, analyze, reflect, and share, provide opportunities to celebrate the work, and most importantly, have fun. At the end of each episode, we like to leave you with a question to think about and provide, uh, provoke some conversation. So this week's question is, what strategies do you employ to develop culture in your school or organization? Our blog is located at tltalkradio.org. You can leave a comment in response to that question, or you can leave a voicemail and possibly even use the TL Talk Radio hashtag on Twitter to share out your ideas. You'll also notice on the website, tltalkradio.org, this episode has some show notes, links of things that we mentioned. And lastly, we are available in iTunes, so please drop by there and leave a review. We would really appreciate it. Thanks, everybody, and we'll see you next week for another interesting topic. Have a great night, Randy. want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, and improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com forward slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all of these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.